The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Good afternoon, and welcome to another Transformation for Success show with Dr. Barbara Young. This is Tuesday, your day for encouragement and empowerment. Are you looking to hear something upbeat, some information that you find useful, a discussion that you find engaging. Well, you have turned into a show designed to change your life. Do you feel that you're stuck in a rut? Well, this is a new day and your life can be transformed. Transformation simply means change. If you want to change your mind, your attitude, your belief system, motivational philosopher Jim Rohn states, You can't hire someone else to do your push-ups for you. You must do them yourself if you are to get any value out of them. So whether it's exercising, stretching, meditating, studying, visualizing success, repeating affirmations, or practicing a new skill, you're going to have to do it. No one else can do it for you. My quote is this, you'll have to take action to be better and not bitter. This show is designed to give you a roadmap, but you will have to drive the car. This month, I am pleased that we're dedicating four weeks, the month of April, on the general topic of wealth management, wealth building. We have outstanding and notable speakers who are going to share their financial journeys of success and how you, too, can experience a fulfilling life of total financial well-being. And I know many of us want to have that life of financial well-being. And I'm certain you're going to hear or enjoy hearing the experiences of individuals who have changed their lives by taking action on what they heard and learned through their life experiences. You will be empowered and energized with the humor and moving testimonies and wit they will facilitate for inspiring messages of financial strategies that bring success. And I know that you will be able to apply these life principles in your personal lives for more results that lead to success. Now, I am here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern. So tune in each week and callers, you are welcome to call in with questions and to join in the conversation. Now for my international callers, the number is 001-480-553-5754. And remember, this is toll free. The other number for my callers who are local, who are national, 888 
347-436-9141. Again, toll-free. I welcome you to call into the show, ask questions, or make comments. The international number, again, is 001-480-553-5754. The national call, 888 346 9141. Again, you can connect with me also on my channel page, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And take time to browse around my website at www.info at transformationforsuccess.com. My ultimate mission basically is to provide individuals each week with spiritual, emotional support at all three levels, the body, mind, and spirit. So I'm asking each one of you to tune in. And also, when you visit my website, you'll find my life empowerment, growth transformation seminars, and coaching sessions for individuals, groups, webinars, and networking events and retreats, which I call advances because we're not moving backwards, we're moving forwards. Again, My ultimate mission is to help you out there, many of you who are looking for something different. You know that that your life is on hold, more or less. You're, You're searching and you're looking for something, or maybe you want more information so that you can improve your life, not only professionally, but personally as well. My programs and services are designed, every last one of them, to empower and help you grow and make significant progress on your journey from where you are to where you want to be. Now, I have a free gift for the first 50 people that sign up on my website. Now, each week, I am so blessed and privileged to interview all these interesting and inspiring guests who share their journeys of success and their trials and their their, their tripping points. And so today... We're going to be uh, really, really blessed with a guest, Mr. Antonio York, who is an international traveler who was born and, well, actually, he was raised uh, internationally and is very proficient in what he's going to share with us today about our finances. One of the things, and more importantly, taxes. When it comes to understanding federal income taxes, there are a few subjects that are capable of causing a lot of confusion. And when it comes to uh, income taxes, that can be, I tell you, and this is the month when we're all beginning to gear up here in the United States for our taxes. Now, in my little research, limited as though it was, because income tax affects all of us, an income tax is a government levy or a tax that's imposed on individuals or entities, well, taxpayers, we'll call them, that varies with the income or profits, their taxable income of the taxpayer. And so the details about that can vary widely by jurisdictions. Now, many jurisdictions refer to income tax on business entities as companies' uh, tax or corporation tax. Uh, So what I'm really, really interested in is how we can learn more today about how this system works and, more importantly, uh, how income taxes are used in most countries around the world. Now, the taxes, the tax systems can vary greatly, 
and they can be progressive or they can be proportional or regressive. It depends on the type of tax. So when we start to look at tax rates around the world, it's very difficult and it is somewhat of a subjective enterprise. But the tax laws in most countries are very complex and the tax burden can fall differently on different groups in each country and subnational unit. Now, I know that uh, many individuals um, that I know, some of my personal friends, have already starting to moan and groan and talk about their, their taxes and what's happening with them. And some people are saying, well, I've already paid my taxes. Or some people are saying, well, I, I'm still waiting to that last minute uh, to file taxes, which is April 15th. And I said, well, I welcome you to wait to the last minute, but I do not want to wait to the last minute. So one of the things I thought would be so interesting for our Wealth Management and Wealth Building Month is to have someone to come in and to really talk about the relationship that we have with our taxes. Now, our relationship with money is about how we interact and relate to money in our lives. So when I think about the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about money, uh, and I ask you listeners out there, when you think about money, Does it represent stress, worry, freedom, happiness, independence, or restriction? This relationship is very important because not only does it affect our financial wellness, how much money we have and if we're able to keep it, but it also affects the other relationships that we have in our lives. So there are some examples that I'm going to just share with you about money and how it can impact other relationships. Now, we're segueing just a little bit into relationships and money, and then we'll come back to taxes when we'll bring on my guest, Mr. Antonio York, who's going to talk about that. But our, uh, when we think about money and how it affects our other relationships, one, financial strain. Number two, our financial health is directly tied to our relationship with money. So if our financial health deteriorates, we may need to ask for help to pay bills, keep up with our debt, or even maintain our lifestyles. Now, when we ask someone for money, it affects the dynamic of our relationship with them. And if it happens repeatedly, it could cause a strain. And in an even more immediate way, Anyone who helps to support you and your family and who you support will be directly impacted by your financial health or lack thereof. And I tell you today, and I know we're coming out of a downturn in the economy, but some people are still still, uh, being affected by the financial strain of it and the stress. But regardless of our financial health, when our relationship with money suffers, It can cause a lot of stress. We worry there won't be enough. We stay in jobs we hate. And I've talked to so many people who are saying, this is not my passion. I really don't like what I do. But I'm here because it's a job. And we tend to adapt our lives around money. Because that's, and not only does money stress feel terrible, but it affects those around you. Now, those who are close to you might feel a great burden from your money stress and those who you encounter might find you unpleasant. 
stressing about money doesn't put anybody in a good mood. <laughs> I can tell you that. And then the other is focus. Worrying about money takes a lot of time and focus. When precious time could be focused someplace else on an important close relationship or on forming new ones. And money worries can keep us from living as our best selves. So think about how much better life would be for you if you could free up some of that time with positive things rather than guilt and worry. So like any relationship, if you want to improve it, you've got to take dedicate some time to work on it. You have to pay attention and become aware. Do you honestly, many of you out there, notice any financial strain or money stress impacting your life? Well, no matter what money category you may fall in, whether you're stressed, whether you have some financial worries that are bothering, it's important to look beyond the money and to examine yourself from another perspective. So what are you really concerned about? So again, today, I want you to be informed and knowledgeable and not stress about taxes. So we're going to take a break and we're going to be right back with my guest, Mr. Antonio York, who is going to share with us today about how taxes do not have to be taxing. So stay right there, stay tuned in, and we'll be right back. Where can you find a forum to help you make the best decisions in your everyday life? Listen for An Hour of Empowerment with Charles Haywood Ellis III. Each week, the program will cover a wide variety of topics you've asked about, from self-improvement to finances and matters as varied as education and urban violence. An Hour of Empowerment can be heard live every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be sure to stop by every week. The Dr. Divas Show is on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time for a compelling discussion about the issues that matter most to women and an inside scoop for the men who love them. Topics include entrepreneurship, relationships, work, and home life. Join Dr. Sony, Dr. Rhonda, and Dr. Pamela every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time for the Dr. Diva Show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Your relationships, your career, your peace of mind. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the show, Transformation for Success. You today are listening to Wealth and Wealth Building Money Management. Today we have on our show today our guest, Mr. Antonio York, and I am delighted to have Mr. Antonio Carlos York II. Let me share a little bit. <laughs> Hello, Antonio. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on your show, Dr. Young. Oh, it's a delight to have you. Honestly, we are. I'm just waiting with bated breath because I know people want to hear what you have to say. Taxes does not have to be taxes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Antonio, let me share a little bit about your background. Antonio York uh, is an MBA, and he's a founding member and the managing partner of York Integrated Financial Solutions. His company helps individuals and businesses with the preparation and planning of their tax returns, as well as assisting with their QuickBooks accounting and general small business consulting needs. He believes that you can have a healthy business, maximize profits, and legally minimize taxes in order to optimize what you keep. He has a specialty that includes small businesses and international tax issues. So, and Antonio holds multiple certifications, including Certified Internal Auditor, that's the CIA, uh, not the CIA we know, but <laughs> Professional <laughs> Tax <laughs> Preparer and Investment Advisor Representative. He's also a member of the National Association of Black Accountants, the Institute of Internal Auditors, the National Black MBA Association, and the famous FAMU Alumni Association, and that's Florida AMU, and having held multiple board leadership positions. Now, Antonio also spent a number of years in the Netherlands prior to beginning at FAMU in the early 90s. He speaks Dutch, he has a working proficiency of French, and has an international baccalaureate diploma from Wolfert van Borselen in Rotterdam. He did several internships while he was at FAMU and began his career at Arthur Anderson, which we know is the big five public accounting firm in their audit department. So he has a very prolific and very impressive background in terms of the work that he's done in corporate America. He has done a lot in terms of contemporaneously building the business that would later become his company, managing partner of York Integrated Financial Solutions. Antonio, I am so delighted to have you on the show, and I can't wait to start asking you some questions about income tax. <laughs> now, but before You're having me. It's a, it is a we, We've got a little while to discuss this, but before I get into this, you know, I was faithful to do my little research on income tax, and so because, you know, uh, actually getting a, a definition of it. I wasn't trying to get into your territory, uh, your expertise, but I wanted myself to sort of look at it from a more global point of view when we start talking about taxes and how it impacts every individual. And when I started looking back, even going back to the big book, going back to the good book, that people uh, historically paid tithes and offerings, which could have been what we would consider what? Somewhat of taxes, right? Yeah. Okay. So if you look at it from that perspective. But tell us a little bit 
about your family and how did you happen to go into finance? What, what happened there? Okay. Well, you know, that's a very interesting story. Um, I come from a relatively small family. I, um, was born in, uh, in Louisiana, in New Orleans. Uh, my parents were both uh, musicians and uh, went to school there, um, went to Southern. And, um, you know, they met, had me, mm-hmm. and I kind of spent some time, uh, you know, in New Orleans and then a little time in Australia, some time in the Netherlands, uh, back in the United States, back to the Netherlands and, and back. Uh, my aunt uh, is a, uh, a CPA, certified public accountant. She spent several years at um, one of the large uh, companies. I, you may have heard of Halliburton. Um, and yes. as I, <laughs> I think somewhat. School, say that again? Mm-hmm. No, I said somewhat I heard of that. Halliburton. Yeah. Most people have heard of Halliburton. Um, And um, when I was in school, you know, I want to, I like, I enjoyed economics when I was in the uh, international baccalaureate program. And uh, I wanted to go to school and I wanted to become an attorney. I wanted to do pre-law. And my aunt said, you know, do something that after four years you can actually you know, get a job if you don't want to continue on and go to law school if you change your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went into business. I discovered uh, after my second semester that accounting was an area that I seemed to have uh, a proficiency for, that some of my other mm-hmm. classmates were having some, some issues <laughs> in those areas. And I thought, well, wow. hmm. This is opportunity, you know, so I decided to, uh, to go ahead and make a career out of it uh, after my first year and uh, pursued uh, working with a big, at the time it was big six, uh, by the time I graduated it was big five, a uh, public accounting firm, and of course now it's big four, so. Wow. Now, tell us, um, when you traveled to the Netherlands, I mean, how old were you and how was that? I mean, going from Louisiana to the Netherlands? Tell us about that. It was, well, I was, I was a baby. I started um, preschool, kindergarten, first grade in the Netherlands. So I don't particularly remember my first arrival there. Um, I remember being there, but I don't (laughs) remember arriving. Um, And uh, that was, I mean, it was interesting. You know, as a child, you just kind of accept things. You accept, you know, things as they come along. And that was, you know, life as it was. Um, I left by the time I became six and um, moved to, back to Louisiana, then Florida, uh, but would go back uh, to visit my mother. And I lived with al- alternately my father and, and my father's uh, parents uh, mm-hmm. in Florida for a while. Uh, and then got a craving for, you know, the, the, the international flair and, you know, things are very different. Uh, you know, I, I grew mm-hmm. up in central Florida. Uh, you know, it's a smaller community. And so it was a, an opportunity to, to be in an international environment with people from all around the world. Right. And so it was exciting. Now, were, were you in a small community in the Netherlands and then going back to a small community in Florida? I was in a small community in Florida. Uh, when I went to Holland, I actually lived in Rotterdam. So we lived in a okay. suburb. It was the outskirts of a, of a pretty large city. It's one of the world's largest uh, ports. Um, right. And uh-huh. so it, uh, it, was a, it was quite 
a large city, uh, a lot to get used to, but then, you, you know, it was easier because we did live in a small suburb uh, with a, okay. you know, in a small communi- community within that larger city. So there wasn't too much adjustment, but it was very nice having, you know, being able to jump on the metro and, and, and run run into the city and, you know, wow, I bet. have fun. I bet. It's something that, you know, before I didn't, I hadn't really had the opportunity to do when I was in a smaller community. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me, what sort of experiences did you have in terms of my event? Uh, some of your highs and some of your lows, since you're sort of like this kid that's going before, you know, between uh, Amsterdam and then Florida. (laughs) That's quite a comparison. I mean, that's quite a distinct uh, difference there. So that's a great question. Um, It it was actually very challenging in the beginning. mm -hmm. Uh, I had, you know, pretty challenging classes in, in the U.S., uh, I had honors classes um, and advanced classes, but I still was I still had some catching up to do when I went to um, to to Holland, uh, especially in linguistics. I I was taking French and Dutch, and you know the American linguistic system isn't the best, mm-hmm. um, and I had to relearn Dutch, and so uh, there were some challenges around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, we do things one year at a time here, and a lot of the exams are geared, you know, they, they you know, give you some study material, and then you take the exam. Mm-hmm. Um, the International Baccalaureate Program is built a little bit differently. You basically are studying for two to three years, and mm-hmm. 70% of, of your grade is your final exam for that two to three-year period. Wow. So it's a lot of stress. Um, and so there was a huge adjustment uh, that I had to make when I when I moved to the Netherlands, just because the the mentality around studying for this was completely different than what I was used to. Would you say that um, the Dutch system of education is much more disciplined uh, in the sense of it self- requires self discipline because you you're accountable for at the end of a, a certain period of time. So you're not having somebody monitor you with exams every week. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, this was, a, was an international program. So it, I, it was actually within a Dutch school, uh, but it's an international mm-hmm. diploma program. Um, and so this, it's offered, you know, in most countries around the world, I believe. Uh, but it is very different. Uh, the, the teachers, I mean, you know, the, you walk into the, into the classroom and, you know, I was 15 or 16 or so at the time, and mm-hmm. the teachers are treating you like adults. And, you know, and they're holding you accountable, but they're also expecting for you to hold them accountable. You know, one of their famous lines is, you know, I'm I'm a teacher, but you're paying for this program. So if you don't understand something, you need to make sure that I understand Mm -hmm. that, you you know, you're not getting it or you need some additional explanation. Um, And, you know, they pretty much hammered that into us. You're paying for this. You better get your money's worth. (laughs) Okay. um, Wow. It was very different from, you know, public, (laughs) from especially Uh from public uh, high school in the United States. It's not like that at Uh all. What was what was some, one of the big before we move on from your schooling though and transitioning into college? How how did you over? What was your biggest obstacle that you had to overcome, and how did you overcome it? Um, the biggest obstacle I would say was really 
studying for those exams. And at, you know, at some point around uh, probably a month and a half before the exams, school just stops. They stop giving you classes, you don't go to school anymore, and you pretty much have to study on your own. Wow. Okay. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that, that was challenging, creating a study plan, uh, something, you know, for me to adhere to. It was probably one of the first times that I'd gone through and actually read a textbook cover to cover uh, okay. in, in any subject. And, um, you know, there, there were high expectations. And uh, still, even with the, the stress of the exams, um, I did not do as well as I, you know, would have liked to mm-hmm. have done. Um, mm-hmm. But it's there's a lot two to three years worth of information riding all on one exam. <laughs> it's quite uh, it's right. Quite that's a bit that's of quite a bit. But yeah. but you did you did accomplish it though. You accomplished the goal. You passed it. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and one of um, and I transferred into college with several with several credits as well. So that Fantastic. gave me a leg up um, for for those specific courses that I that I was able to transfer into college with. Um, and you know, I, I didn't mm-hmm. have to take some of those classes in college, That's which great. was uh, which gave me a great you know opportunity to do other things with my time while I was in school. Well, Antonio, it sounds like you've had a rich experience, which is unique to uh, many African-American students, and I know, uh, shifting from Florida to the Netherlands. So before we take a break, we're going to take a break in a few seconds, and we're going to come back and talk about how you went to Arthur Anderson and from there to AECOM as a financial analyst and why finance. So I want you listeners to stay tuned in. Do not go away, because we'll be right back, where we'll continue with Mr. Antonio York. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Now on Voice America. The road you travel in life is never a straight line. It's more like running around in circles, which is not a problem when you make Richard Flint a part of your world. When you're standing next to Richard, you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity. Things just start falling into place. Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The power to be with Richard Flint. Join us. And more power to you. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. 
Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. And we're having a wonderful conversation with our guest today, Mr. Antonio York. We're going to discuss taxes and how taxes do not have to be taxing. But right now, we're talking a little bit about how he went into finance. So, Mr. York, we will continue. So, your, your experience in the Netherlands, I'm certain, prepared you for your time in the United States. So you went to FAMU and you graduated with honors and then you entered into an internship with Arthur Anderson. So tell us a little bit about that in the audit department of all places. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's a funny story. I was supposed to uh, start an internship with them earlier. Um, It took them a while to get their information to me. Um, and so in the meantime, I actually didn't, you know, I, I didn't know where I stood with that internship. I ended up doing a different internship with General Electric. Um, but I was supposed to intern in their audit department around 1999. Fast forward a couple years later, um, and I actually switched from audit to tax. And I started taking tax classes, and I'm like, oh, wow, I really enjoy this. Um, and I interviewed with them. They uh, offered me a position. They still mm-hmm. had my information from the previous internship I was supposed to do, and I ended up starting an audit. Uh, and, uh, wow. and I didn't find that out until uh, my first day on the job, even mm-hmm. though I, it, it was supposed to have been at a tax uh, interview <laughs> uh-huh. that, that I was at. They still had me down as audit, so I found out on my first day that I actually was starting in their audit department instead. Um, but I made the best of it, and I, I made a career um, out of audit uh, that I actually really, in, you know, learned to enjoy. It took about a year, um, but once once I got the hang of it, um, I actually learned to really enjoy it, and I became really good um, at audit as well, and eventually made my way back to, uh, to taxation. You know, uh, Antonio, you bring up a very good point how oftentimes we are steered into a direction that we really don't like, don't want to be in it, uh, but sometimes people will get out of it rather than sticking to it, as you did, because uh, you could have said, you know, enough of this, and I'm going on someplace else. Uh, I'm young. I can get another job. But you stuck with it. So what's the principle that you would say that you uh, utilized in staying in the audit department and making the best of it? So what's the principle there? Well, the principle is that, you know, if you're facing a challenge, sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's there you know, for you to overcome. And at the end of the day, um, you know, I had to, you know, figure out and really kind of do some soul searching and 
mm-hmm. you know, why I wasn't, you know, particularly enjoying my, you know, my, my first few months of experience there. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the things I did mention is that within my first year at Arthur Anderson, the company completely folded. So yeah. Enron oh, wow. happened, Anderson completely went under. And so I left uh, Anderson and went to AECOM. Mm-hmm. as a financial analyst, um, and then ended up going to an Arthur Anderson spinoff uh, named Protivity, a consulting firm, and got back into audit. And and it was also leaving audit for a little while that allowed me to realize how valuable that experience was. Mm-hmm. Oh, and great. when I went back into it, I went back in with a completely different attitude about it as well. Okay. Well, I'm I'm very glad that you shared that because I think one of the things about the show, it is about transformation for success and how we're able through many of our stories and many of my guests to share how they took something that may have been an obstacle or challenge and they turned it around and made a success out of it. And truly, you've been successful. Now, when did you decide to start your own business and um, was it difficult start, uh, making that decision? It was challenging. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I was working uh, simultaneously at another firm mm-hmm. uh, doing internal audit, and I decided mm-hmm. to go in and assist a couple of companies with their bookkeeping type mm-hmm. work. Okay. And, um, and I really enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, okay. And I had some, a few internships as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, helping people and doing QuickBooks consulting and that type of thing, and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I did it for a few nonprofit organizations on the side mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and basically was volunteering my time while I was um, still in corporate America. Mm-hmm. Um, the economy, you know, hit in around, around 2008, 2009, um, and, you know, there were economic challenges. I actually decided uh, after, you know, the company I was working at at the time, their IT department, everyone was getting let go, and they were being outsourced to China, and, you know, every mm-hmm. week someone was getting laid off. And, and uh, after a few of my bosses and supervisors um, were laid off, I kind of, <laughs> you know, I, I said, let's rethink this. <laughs> this isn't really the environment that I, you know, that's really conducive uh, to maintaining a good attitude. Uh, and I stepped out and decided to go out on my own around Fantastic. 2009. And, now, that um, took a big leap of faith. <laughs> <laughs> did that take a big leap yeah, of faith? It really did. Mr. York? Um, <laughs> You, you, you are, you're telling me it took a, a huge leap of faith, but I knew at that period of time, you know, what, where I didn't want to be, uh, and that helped move me in the direction of where I did want to be and to have some of the experiences uh, that I did want to have. And so I went out and uh, started my own, my own business, which went through a few iterations, Um and eventually by uh, 2010, mm-hmm. I was working with a smaller company um, who did insurance and taxes. Mm-hmm. And uh, while well, I was also, for, for that year, uh, year and a half period, also heavily involved in insurance, you know, they said, here, why don't you do a couple of tax returns? And I was like, you know, I've always wanted to get into tax and, um, and do them. You know, I've been doing them for, for free. 
but this was my uh, experience in, you know, being able to do them as a paid preparer. And, uh, you know, it you really took it off from there. <laughs> you know, I, I really loved it. I gravitated uh, very, very quickly towards that. Um, slowly, slowly in 2009, but really full force in, in, in 2010. And uh, with all of the study and education that I'd had and all of the experience in, in, in accounting and finance, you know, the rules aren't that different, but if you know what the rules are in one, you can understand what the differences are, you know, with the other. Right. Well, you know, um, and went and just and and started from there, and it's been uh, it's been an, an upward tick ever since. Well, Antonio, you know, you're you're actually uh, saying something that I've always said. You know, life is just a journey of kind of carving away at some of the doubt and fear, and all that negative things that seem to hold us back from experiencing our true gifts. And honestly, you have worked through that. And then I always believe too that step by step, uh, we life is a series of increments and stair steps like you build and you're building a ladder, that ladder is success. And sometimes if I get people to understand, it's tough, but, but keep on doing it, even though it is tough, because it's a building. And all of those experiences you had are making you and have made you the great individual that you are today with your own business. So now let's talk about taxes, because tomorrow yeah. is that final deadline and I tell you we will see traffic like we've never seen it before at midnight when people are getting those tax uh, if they don't get extensions a lot of people do but most people sort of wait to the last minute so tell us uh, is it advisable to do your own when in business or to have it done professionally and give us a little bit of some tap tips tap tax tips I'll get it right (laughs) tax tips okay Um Yeah, you know, that's a very good question. Um, a lot of people, from what I see, every every now and then you run into someone who's really a natural. They understand, you know, they understand taxation. They understand how to do their own taxes, you know, whether their parents kind of shared information with them while they were growing up, and some, some parents do. Um, and, and others kind of leave college or, or, you know, graduate out of high school, start working, and just then don't really know what to do from there. Um, so it really depends on comfort. You know, how comfortable are you uh, doing your own taxes? What is the complexity um, of your tax situation? Do you just have a W-2? Uh, do you have, you know, 1099? So, well, that makes things a lot more complicated. Do you own property? Uh, you know, do you have children? Then things start to get a little more, uh, a little more complex from there. But, you know, for, that's for an individual. For business, business taxes are, you know, are a, a mixed bag, really. And that is an area where I would advise more often than not, um, to hire someone uh, because I find that most people are either too conservative mm-hmm. or too liberal. And, um, now, what do you mean, really what do you mean by that when you say too conservative or too liberal? In the middle. You mean the tax preparer? Or, or, uh, so tell me, what do you mean? Actual business owners. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the business owners I mean, yeah, are and I'll give you too an conservative. Um, you know, or they many can be... instances, people come in and they have, let's say, 
uh, you know, $10,000 worth of deductions and they might have, you know, $120,000 worth of income, I can look at that income, look at the number of deductions and see that that's not really proportionate um, and tell that they haven't really, you know, included all of the expenses and we'll start going down the list of uh-huh. deductible items, and then they'll realize, oh, my gosh, you know, all of these things were deductible. Um, uh-huh. I had no idea that those things were deductible. Or I have people trying to deduct their home groceries for their business, and you can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> and so, you know, we have to go back in and, and scale. Don't make me laugh. Right. Home groceries. You never know what you're going to get in this business. Oh, wow. So, well, it does ha- help uh, having a preparer um, to to be able to keep things in the middle. Well, one of the things that uh, I'm just dying to know, not dying, not, we don't want to say that, but I, I'd like to know, and I know the listeners would too, what's, what's new coming down the pike in terms of what you can't do or any new tax uh, laws this season for business? Uh, well, uh, there are Several items, uh, most of which are just variations of, you know, what what we've had. Um, you know, there were a couple of changes to a lot of areas that don't really affect the, uh, you know, the average everyday uh, person. Changes to um, uh, AMT. Uh, changes to the income tax threshold, there's, you know, 39.6% bracket. Uh, But, you know, a few people and several of my clients are affected, but, you know, probably 5-10%. One of the major items that we're seeing this season is Obamacare and the uh, Affordable Care Act uh, provisions that have kicked in. Uh, That is... That has been very, very interesting from a paperwork standpoint uh, because that's mm-hmm. so new and everyone's dealing with it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's you know that's one to keep keep uh, keep your eye on if you're a taxpayer. Uh, there may be instances if your income has changed and you uh, qualified for uh, for Obamacare or insurance from the exchange and you're getting a subsidy. You may want to make sure if your income changes that you report that because at the end of the year we're seeing people who have, um, you know, who have to pay back some of those subsidies. Mm. Um, and then oh. there are people without insurance, some of, of, of whom uh, also uh, end up mm. with penalties and, and that kind of thing. So that's one that, that, really, uh, that we really need to keep our eyes out for. Okay. Now, uh, one of the things um, are, do you feel that taxpayers, uh, the majority of them, are not paying the tax owed, really? (laughs) They're not really paying the taxes that they owe, that they're getting by? (laughs) Most most people are. Um, I would say that most people are a little surprised at how the, the... uh, the income tax, how hefty it can be if you're self-employed. Um, okay. You know, with a 15.3% payroll slash self-employment tax, in addition to the income tax, which can be, you know, 10, 15, uh, 25%, um, a lot of, of small business owners and self-employed individuals are caught by surprise. The, Hold that thought, Tony, while we take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the finish that conversation 
with Mr. Antonio York. Don't leave. We'll be right back. Divorce leaves behind some lasting scars. Besides the emotional impact of starting over, keeping your family in order, co-parenting, and the general confusion that comes with it, there are also financial impacts, slow and grueling legal processes, and lack of support and resources to turn to. Tune in to Divorce Sucks, a smart girl's guide to doing it better, with host Laura Maiola. We'll bring you the tools to sort it all out the right way. Every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Transformation for Success with my guest, Mr. Antonio York. Now, Antonio, we were discussing business taxes, and you had a very good point about Obamacare, and you were talking about income taxes for businesses. So let's go with that again. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that everyone understands with regards to Obamacare, really watch your income on a month-by-month basis. Uh, If you're self-employed, make sure that you're withholding about 30% of that income uh, because you have to account for, you know, the income tax as well mm-hmm. as a self-employment slash, uh, slash payroll tax. Um, and so, you know, and if you're, if you are an employee, make sure you look at your W-2, look at your federal income tax withheld and always be looking at that. Uh, I get some, some people who have zero withheld all year round and then they get to the end of the year and they're surprised that they owe income tax. So uh, always, always be, you know, keeping that in mind as you're working. Okay. Um, now, you also help people with international tax issues, like what, for example, quickly? Mm-hmm. All right. Could you tell um, us? I actually uh, work with, uh, with a partner with a firm in Switzerland, uh, American Income mm-hmm. Tax services where um, they're basically expatriates, uh, mostly uh, from Europe, uh, United States citizens that have filing requirements there in the Mm -hmm. local territories as well as in the United States. So it's very important for people, uh, Americans, as, as we leave the country and come back and leave and go in other places to understand that um, the United States, uh, you're always required to file tax returns uh, okay. and or pay taxes uh, to the U.S. government, okay. as well as if you have foreign bank accounts, make sure that you have to report those as well um, to to the IRS. So that's something a lot of people don't know, um, but the IRS is really beginning to enforce in this area. Good. Well, you know what? 
uh, Antonio, as we wrap up the show today, and boy, there was so much to try. I didn't realize we're so much out of, uh, almost out of time. We've got two minutes before closing, but tell us one last thing that you'd like to give us in terms of sharing your expertise on tax tips. All right? Okay. Um, well, one of the things is don't be afraid of taxes. You know, it's not, um, it, it's not, there are definitely scarier things in the world. It's not the scariest thing. I actually enjoy it. Um, but make sure that you keep your support. Make sure you keep your evidence, keep evidence for your deductions, your charitable donations, uh, your business deductions, uh, all of the forms that you receive. Keep all of those in a safe place um, because... You know, mm-hmm. th- that's part that's part of the plan. And if you with proper planning, you can really also enjoy doing your taxes. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Antonio, today and sharing some of these tax rules and regulations. regulations. And boy, I'll tell you, tomorrow is going to be the big day. So I want to thank you very much. And I wish you continued blessings on your journey of transformations for success and with your new company. So I challenge you listeners to take time to listen and download the show, share with your friends about the taxes and taxings do not have to be taxing. So this is Dr. Barbara Young, your success coach, signing off until next Tuesday, where we'll continue our sessions with outstanding speakers on wealth building and wealth management. You won't want to miss this show. Until next time, be grateful, be positive. It's a lifestyle. Be challenged, be encouraged, and be forever transformed. See you next week. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 2 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.